Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Railworks. We switched to that, right? Trainworks. Yes, oh my God. trainworks. I forgot Unlimited Trainworks. Well, you That's know what? Amazing. Okay, okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. The no. no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now would be the time to figure that out. Do we want to go okay, with Trainworks or Railworks? Because I kind of feel like Railworks is a little better. I, what do you think, LV? LV, help. I think Railworks blows better. Yeah. Railworks? Okay, we're going to switch to Unlimited yeah. Railworks. Let's do it. Unlimited Railworks. All right. Okay. From now on. All right. You we didn't hear we anything. might we might get it wrong here or there, but when we uh, I'll I should probably just change the podcast like all that stuff on the hosting. I'll I'll do that so it'll be official. Okay. All right. We'll do it. Okay. It will help with the muscle memory. Yeah, we got to yeah, yeah. Uh anyways, uh I don't know what episode number it is. It's like 60 something, right? Um, since I wasn't here last time, oops, Mm -hmm. that's okay. Might be two, might be three. three. I think it's three. That's, I I don't know. We'll find find out. out. (laughs) You'll find out listening. You'll know before we do. Yeah, probably. (laughs) In the the meta tagging. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, with me is, as always, uh, is, uh, John. Hello, everybody. Uh, before we recorded this, uh, we went on like a like twenty minute long uh, argument over what the worst Pokemon are, which is pretty good. Yeah, I think Venomoth sucks. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's not on the uh, same level as like Jinx and Bruxis. I can't even mm. say you can't even say Bruxish. It, it doesn't come out right. Is it bruxism? Is the is like teeth grinding, right? Is that what the disease is called? Is that what it's referencing? I think that's what it's supposed so. to be. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. it has the fucked up teeth, and it's like yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I think I have that disease. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, LV's here also. LV, what is your most hated yeah. Pokemon out of the ones we picked? Who do you hate the most? I mean, Jinx is pretty bad. Well, like, yeah, the racist one is the <laughs> worst one. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's disingenuous to, you know, at this point, it's a given. No. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I did mention Diggsby. Diggersby. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Or Diggersby. Oh, God, I hate Yeah. Diggersby, really bad. though. Really gross looking. Should, should, we, uh, should we announce what the list is? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, just a Pokemon <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So the, the official... Uh, Unlimited Railworks worst Pokemon of all time list <laughs> is it's Jinx and Diggersby as previously mentioned. We then didn't Stantler put on there. We did not put. We didn't all agree oh. on fear because because look, I like what I said. You even agreed you didn't like it. I don't like it, but it's the sort of thing where it's just it. it it's there's a difference between dislike and like hate. And all of these Pokemon, I hate. But Firo, it's it's in one ear and out the other. If we were going to make a list of Pokemon that like might as well not exist, that would be a different list. And Firo would be on that list. But okay. So Stantler, Wormadom, Ambipom, okay. Magmortar, yeah. Sock and Throw, Basculin, the base form of the Genies, Quilladin, Barbarical, Volcanion, Young Goose and Gumshoes, Crabominable, Bruxish, and Kaparaja. I do also think that, again, I would like to reiterate, I think Seismitoad is the most repulsive Pokemon of all time. 
<laughs> and the fact that it shares the same typing as Swampert, it's just like, why would you even use it? It's Swampert's right there. Like, Swampert's right there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Pokemon. They, Pokemon. they can't get them all right. There's like a thousand of them. You know? <laughs> there is. There, there is, is a thousand. thousand and then... And then to answer as well what my least favorite would be would absolutely be gumshoes. Every time I'm reminded of gumshoes, it makes me fucking angry. Yeah. Horrible Pokemon. Horrible. It's not a good one. No, it's not. No. I would say Dark Rattata and Raticate, the, the Alolan ones, are really lazy also in terms of how like designs go. Like They really just gave it a mustache. Rattata and Raticate are already quote-unquote lazy. They're just rats. It's fine. Who cares? Uh, I think I, I just look at all the other Alolan forms. Like, even the Geodude one is, like, more unique and has a concept behind it. That's all I'm saying. it's perfect. Anyways, anime. Here's the thing. It's anime. This is the problem. See, we got started again. We got started again. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, we we're, we're gonna talk about anime and listening to let's start with the first, the, the most anime anime the world ends with you. I figured we're talking about video games. Did you did you talk about the world ends with you last week at all? No, no, okay. I don't. I don't think I, I didn't. I'm also not playing a lot. You're not. Just, that's totally yeah. fine. I think. Um, <laughs> so I watched it, and first of all, it's yeah. extremely funny. They just replaced. Um, the, the opening the opening with uh After the, the song awful. they use for every Toei thing ever um um right and the situation was that the group who made the song their drummer got into some financial crime yeah he was doing a scam like a he was doing uh, he's doing he's doing one of those uh atm transfer thing i don't know how to explain it but that's what happened yeah I don't know why but i don't yeah i don't know why affected the rest of the group and they're like no we don't want to like associate it's so weird it's because like it's unfortunate i don't know again like not to drum this up but like japan's focus on what crimes make you like get the fuck out of here are so like bizarre <laughs> the because industry, yeah. like you know, like again, Given other things. Maroni Kenshin guy literally found with real child pornography, and everyone's like, "We're gonna draw amazing art for him to welcome him back from prison." It's like, like uh, <laughs> I think, I think too. That's uh, unfortunately the, the issues with people like that who have like kind of prestige, and that's that's an additional factor. I think, I think people yeah. like that who technically have a position of power in a sense of like this is someone who's been well established so they unfortunately have this aura and then meanwhile these are like musicians who are not like i don't know i don't know like what their records are in japan but like you know they're not like a name you would not everyone would recognize yeah people are like yeah. oh yeah that guy you know it's it's kind of similar situation here in our industry like, but like oh, the yeah. drummer big celebrities just, are hard just to the down. drummer i know right just oh, yeah. the drummer that's so weird to me <laughs> Um, but yeah, that anime is, uh, okay. It's kind of going pretty fast, but I mean, it looks exactly like the game. It sounds exactly like the game. Um, again, I think mm -hmm. the only problem is they're kind of whitewashing Neku because uh, the thing about Neku in the yeah. world ends with you is he's a little bastard for like the entire first <laughs> half is. of the game. And then he starts to become more normal. Um, and in this one, like literally like, He's like I, I think like people put the lines to lines or whatever from the anime to the game or whatever like when they they happened or whatever and in the game he's like calling the other character like a bitch and stuff like that and like <laughs> and then in the anime he's just like yeah he's like a jerk oh, I'm sorry it's just like 
just making him seem more like anxious than like a fuckhead. Um, which I mean, whatever, sir, you can do whatever you want. But I feel like that it's was a, part it's of the story. It's such a pretty straight ad. Yeah, it's a pretty straight adaptation. Yeah. yeah, they're not really doing anything new. It no, I think. Um, yeah, I think it, it looks really good. It's like the idealized version of it. I think like. Again, with a lot of adaptations like this, you do get the missing thing that video games have, especially the way that game is set up, where it's like a lot of the world building isn't coming through because of how fast it's going. Like, that game's three weeks, right? And this game, uh, they are on episode three next week, and they're already on the end of the first week. Oh. Uh, So... I imagine the second week will be the longest one just because they want to have... Komida boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, it's still enjoyable. Again, the soundtrack's great. They they do. I can't tell. The thing that I can't tell is so they replaced. Um, the opening was supposed to play during a fight scene in the first episode, and you could very obviously tell by the way that it was choreographed and everything that it was yeah. animated to the original opening, and then they just threw in calling the song calling in there. Yeah. They played Calling again in another fight scene, and it also looked pretty bad, like, not timed up and every- anything. And I am wondering if, like, again, it was supposed to play the opening. And it just makes me think this is such a weird thing to do. I don't know. Like, it's such a... It's so weird. I don't know. Like, Square Enix lets criminals work on their games all the time. I don't get what the... <laughs> what the problem is. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's so strange to me. Um... But yeah, uh, totally, totally okay adaptation. Um, I'll be interested to see how they adapt the rest of the stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. uh, Let's see here. Uh, LV, LV, I I watched, uh, I watched the Slime Lady episode uh also yeah. where she beat slimes for 300 that's how i'm feeling watching all this stuff. <laughs> like that uh, it's just so you much. have to beat down like, 14 like anime every day everything and i'm like yeah i was like oh no because there's like a lot of unique stuff there's like a lot of distinctly different things in this season in particular i feel like if say i say that every season if i feel like th- that statement rings a little more true here yeah but yeah i've i've, I've yeah i've yeah watched the slime lady she she's an office lady who gets isekai'd and she doesn't, again, she doesn't die. She literally just falls in a portal going back home. Yep. Like, that's fucked up. It just it just happened. She didn't ask for it. She didn't really think about it. Like, it clearly showed her being stressed at work and whatnot. And, like, again, like, down and overworked. But she just falls through a portal, like, going back home. Messed up. Really messed up. I we Any of us can get isekai'd and we can't do anything about it. Um, and, yeah, she becomes, like, a witch in this, in this new world. Um, and I guess in this world, witches are magical beings in which they live a long time or if not immortal you know not yeah. to, they're not really like learned or educated uh witches in a sense of like oh yeah these are people who learn magic or yeah it's not the powers. elena like, school the, thing or whatever yeah yeah this is like inherently like okay witches are kind of like a like a like a race an archetype almost, of human yeah. yeah humans yeah some sort of subspecies in relation to humans so yeah she so then she's like oh cool all right and then you know, she just uses her powers to, like, live a cool cottage, the cottagecore aesthetic life everyone's been vying for and just staying out of the way. And then the only thing threatening her are, like, these, you know, level one slimes around her, like, you know, her home. And she's, she just deals with them every day. And um, 
it's kind of funny that like I don't know I, I don't know if oh it's the slime anime or I don't know what probably like triggered it but the elements of like just poking fun at video games and like meta video game references um, across a lot of these isekai especially but that's what kind of plays into here um, and she doesn't realize how much time has passed. She ends up living for, like, 300 years in this new world to the point where, like, people in the town she's been helping, like, grow up. Generations have passed. A lot of them owe her for, like, helping her out and giving them, like, medicine. And then, and then like, yeah, like a video game. She checks into, like, a hub thing or, like, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a, it's like a little, she, she goes to, like, this The Adventurer's this Guild. Yeah, the guild. There you go. And she's never cashed in her, you know, again, like, it's it's literally, like, referencing a video game explicitly, like, how the system of this world works, like, an MMO. And she's like, oh, she hasn't really cashed in her, quote-unquote, experience, <laughs> like, literally to this guild in a long time. And she discovers she has literally maxed out by just killing these slimes across the hundreds of years she has lived thus far. And the whole thing is about her insecurity over, like, oh, shit, if people find out, they're gonna, like, bother me. Like, they're gonna, they think I'm too powerful, they're gonna, like end up asking me for favors and that's exactly what happens after like people like adventurers come to her house who are like oh we want to challenge you and whatnot and then like a whole dragon comes into her her place after and they end up becoming friends you know and so yeah i think like the whole gist of the thing is that people are like discover like her capability and they start bothering her when really she just wants to chill out she just wants to chill out as a witch living in the like the countryside but now like word of her being too powerful is like gotten out um, but yeah, I really like it so far. It's very, it's very cute. We got like a weird found family thing going on here. Um, yeah. Uh, like in that recent episode too. Uh, so the thing I heard about this when it was light novel or whatever, and people were reading it that I knew, um, was that the entire series is basically just this character gets a new girlfriend every week or whatever. <laughs> like it's just a new girl shows <laughs> is up. Is it and- like a monster? Yeah. So the, so the dragon, that, you know, she, she basically beats this dragon and the dragon just comes back as like a girl. Like, yeah. like it's like, Oh, that's my other form. And that's like nuts. Uh, and yeah, they become friends. So that's, a, it's like a monster of the week, but it's a girlfriend of the week. Um, <laughs> and um that's so funny yeah yeah and she just so she just built a commune i guess exactly yeah it's like oh my gosh <laughs> uh all right that's fine i thought the first episode was like it was like okay i was like a little bored but i did enjoy the second one a lot more i think mm-hmm. the pace was mm-hmm. a lot better and uh mm-hmm. had more jokes um i like her voice actor also a very distinctive like yeah it, is, it, sure. it sounds like i don't know i wouldn't i don't know if i'd say like a kind of almost like more realistic voice compared to a lot of the more dramatic stuff, like a Hayamine or something like that, like a Shiryuki's yeah. voice. I mean, where she's like, ah, all the time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I was enjoying that as well. Um. John, I'll get to you in a second for a show, but I did. I just realized I should have started with the shows from last season that I wanted to cover, probably. <laughs> Um, so I'll knock those out of the way real quick. Um, so the, I, I, I'm assuming LV talked about most of the stuff that we both were watching. Um, so I won't cover that stuff, but there's two shows specifically, uh, that I wanted to cover. Promise Neverland 2 had a fucking insane ending, okay? They animated 140 chapters in a slideshow form at the end. I've heard about this. And they, so not only did they skip a bunch of stuff, they, they skipped so many arts. Animate the rest. Yeah, of they it. didn't animate. They were just <laughs> like, "Well, there's never going to be a season three. Bye." 
Oh no! It's like unreal. <laughs> like it is. Yeah, not like beyond belief. I've heard about that. It demoted me. It demoted me. Ah, it demotivated me completely to just continue. And I'm like, I don't know if I want. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I'd recommend it at all. Um, oh gosh! <laughs> it's really it, the whole season itself was very like poorly paced, poorly planned out. Because they skipped stuff. They yeah, skipped they skipped a ton of stuff. stuff. And the the pace that they were going at was insane, where it was like, characters are introduced. We want to do genocide. Ah, we're going to do a genocide. Ah. <laughs> One episode later. Oh, I don't want to do a genocide anymore. All good. <laughs> like, it was just like instant. Just no time to linger, no time to properly think. Like, it wasn't even like, we, we need to con- spend a whole episode convincing them that it's wrong or whatever, and proving to them or whatever. It was just literally like, hey... Uh, you shouldn't do genocide on them because they can cure your evil cancer that you got. And they go, oh, okay, cool. We don't want to do that anymore then. Right. It was just like... They like they probably sacrificed like whole character arcs. Yeah, definitely. Like, just skipped complete... Yeah, But it leads to this absolutely yeah. insane thing, okay? Where, yeah. so all the people are going through the portal at the end or whatever. They're escaping the demon world. Yeah. And yeah. all the kids go through and they say, like... Emma's like, I'm staying behind. And the little kid's like, no, Emma, I, I want to see. And she's like, you'll see each other again someday. And then they do the three minute long slideshow. And then she just shows up and goes, hey, I'm here. And it was just like, okay, like three minutes. Wait is just like, yeah. three minutes. It was just ridiculous. That's so that's so bizarre. Like they just sort of, they just, they just should have like figured out how to cap it off at like I guess that point. I, I don't know if they didn't want to end on that note. Like I don't know. Like again, they should just have done the thing where they kind of had to like plan around the fact that hey, this might not get another season, and they just decide, you know what? Screw it. We're gonna like <laughs> we're gonna show everything I, we it's want. It's just crazy to me. It's just absolutely <laughs> insane. They like put in a slideshow. They cut out an entire character. Like people were saying, yeah, that's like part, supposed to be part of the main that. cast. It's like crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really bad stuff. Um, <laughs> so sad. On the flip side, I was, I was, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say impressed, but I was kind, kind of the show Kimono Jihen that was last season about the animal, yeah, detective, animal kid detective agency or whatever. Um, like most of the the last half of that show, like all the arcs are about like sexual assault and stuff but it's like treated very well and like maturely mm-hmm. but it's very strange to me that that was the case i guess it's what i was it gonna just, say like that topic came twice up two arcs in a row um right when previously the rest of the series, the rest of the series had not been that and like it's not like not that tone again it was it was very like well thought out i think and mm-hmm. like respectful and like they didn't show like fetishistic scenes or anything like that for anyone throughout that whole show i don't think um but it was just very strange to me because ostensibly this is a children's show right like this is a children's show and it was very strange to see that uh those subjects be like two arcs back to back i guess like one was somebody's mother and then the other was like uh someone's brother and it was just do you feel like like how they depicted it and like go through it. Do you feel like it was something shown in a sense of like, okay, this is 
what a young person, like a, like a kid specifically, if, if kids are like the demographic, um, should, you know, kind of like, a, like, you know, kind of like framing it around the perspective of how a kid would understand what's I don't, going on here. Like if they were in that situation or if they know someone in that maybe situation. Maybe for the right? first well, one, but I don't think for the second one. The second one. The second one felt like it was really like It was kind of out there. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. it was like almost like cult stuff with like children uh-huh. and how that works right. or whatever it was like pretty bad like very over dramatic uh, yeah, yeah just like very like spe- yeah it, it wasn't even the type of thing where i go oh maybe the creator went through this or whatever and wanted to express this through their work it it was very much like a they designed the scenario and it's just weird to me um mm-hmm. but again like I almost want to say, like, good, since it was, like, again, not fetishistic. Like, you look at so many of this this stuff in these from series that are, like, very fetishistic about a lot of things, or, like, even worse stuff, like the redo of Healer, that was the same season, right? Yeah. And it's just, like, like, I am glad that, I guess, they went through it, but it just struck me as very strange for a series that was otherwise, like, very, very kid-focused. Very, like, oh, look, it's, like, you know, the little animal detective kids or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't, it was very strange to me. Uh, those were the only two shows I wanted to talk about really from last season. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, John. Hello. What do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Zombieland Saga? Sure, I could talk about the Zombieland Saga. Uh, folks, it's back. And okay, so yeah, so Zombieland Saga has returned. Uh, it feels like it's been a million years, um, but uh, it's just right back to it. It is extremely good. Um, the the plot is it's been a couple of months since their uh, last concert that they had at the end of the uh, first season, but uh, a bit after that, um, their manager uh, booked an extremely large uh, venue and uh, of course that didn't fill up so now they're all in debt and uh, they aren't really able to be idols as much as they would like to and uh, he's all depressed and it seems like the reason why is because there's a time limit maybe to them uh, being alive so they might uh, they might die again uh, soon and so that's why he, he was like you know trying to like skip a bunch of steps because he just wants them to you know be world famous before they die again or maybe before they like you know become like zombies zombies again who knows but um yeah it's just like there is a time limit here but um yeah that was basically the first episode of them like you know basically being like all right we're back we're you know kind of going back to the status quo in a sense um, and then the second episode was, a uh, it was a Saki episode and it was, uh, it was a little sad, but it was also pretty good. Cause, um, like a radio host that, uh, she listened to w- before she died, um, you know, was like it, it, the whole episode was like about them, like meeting up with him because he's still on the air all those years later, but you know, obviously he's like super old now, but, um, the whole episode is like them interacting with him and like Saki being a huge nerd and like having like a huge crush on him. But, you know, it's just like about like how unfair it is that they were never really able to have a life because 
she's like completely in love with him but obviously he's just like you know yeah of course i you like i I can't go out with you you're you're too young but she's just like i like if if i was alive i would i wouldn't be like the same age as him but it would not be weird and so she's just like super tore up about it because she's just like you know i would have loved to have some kind of life to so i could you know be the kind of person that he inspired me to be and that that that's like you know that that's a really interesting premise and it's it's super sad and, but it's also inspiring because she kind of realizes that you know he inspired her a lot but she realizes that she'll be able to do the same even if she can't have like a big bombastic life she can still inspire others to do what they want and have confidence in themselves and form a community with what she's doing with with a uh, franchuju so that that was just like a neat episode there and i i just i it was it, it's just it's so good it hasn't skipped a beat it is just as good as it was and the songs are really good the animation's still great still really funny it's it's more zombie land saga it's more of that and like what else could you ask for um yeah <laughs> I'll watch it at some point. Um, I don't know when. <laughs> I don't know when. Uh, but uh, I'm glad that uh, you're enjoying it. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, LV, 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 LV. Uh, yeah. Tell me about Vivi. Fluorescent whatever it is or whatever. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I've been very curious. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's an idol show. It's an action show. It's a sci-fi. It's a lot of things. <laughs> it's a lot of things. Um, and this was the original project that um, Wit has been doing. Well, was doing. I don't know if it's rap production. Pro- likely not. It's likely not. They're still probably working on it as it's finishing up. Um, that I think this is the project specifically too that maybe had them give up Attack on Titan. Might yeah, this might possible. be it too, right? But yeah, it's um, wow. Okay, so it's, I, yeah. How do I describe it? It's a very, it's it's a lot of things. It's doing a lot of things. Um, it makes me feel a lot of things because uh, it's making me uh, recall a lot of different other things that have existed. Um, so this takes place in the future, uh, and it revolves around this AI. This so she's like a robot. I think she's a robot in a sense. She's like an android. Um, where, you know, she works as, like, I think she does multiple jobs. She works as, like, an entertainer, mostly a singer, and basically in the service of helping people. Like, this is a world where AI do service work for humans um, and do all sorts of things, and she is, like, an entertainer, entertainer, and a lot uh, and a lot of people know her, and she's, like, famous and whatnot, and known for her goodwill, um, and how she kind of has, like, a more humanistic quality compared to other AI. And one day, like, her, I don't know, like, her motherboard, I don't know, like, her, her system gets hijacked, well, or, like, hacked, I don't know, it gets hijacked by this, this, uh, other AI, this, this more crude, rudimentary AI, like, a, a little, little twisted man, I would say, um, he appears as a cube in her mind, like, a, like a little ro- robot cube in her mind, saying that, in the future, like, he, he came for, he claims to come from the future, 
um, saying a uh, hundred years from now, you know, would her, you know, like the AI are gonna like rebel and like there's gonna be like a great war between AI and humanity. And like actually, the opening of the first episode is like this very intense, like and pretty incredible. I think it's, it was a pretty cool scene, um, but really violent, a really intense scene of. Um, yeah, basically, like, these AI, like, killing people, um, and it's, it was set juxtaposed with a very beautiful idol song, which is, like, a, presumably a song by the main character, um, Viv- you know, Vivi, the namesake. But then it cut, yeah, it cuts back to, uh, the quote-unquote, like, present of the story, back to the situation, and that was essentially the glimpse of, like, what this, this AI, um, Matsumoto is his name, he uses that name, I think it's, like, I think he says that name is, like, his creator or something. Um, saying, yeah, that's gonna happen if we don't do something now. So he's trying to, like, use her and, like, corral her to, like, hey, like, we're gonna do all these things, such as we're gonna prevent, you know, we're gonna, like, uh, help this politician, like, who's in a crazy hostage situation so that we can, like, get his goodwill so he won't pass, like, this AI law that's kind of, like, this law that's potentially discriminatory to, towards AI citizen and what, citizens and whatnot, and, like, all these other things. Um, the last episode I saw is, like, now on this arc over, like, she's at a cruise ship, like a, like a, like a passenger line, like a, like a luxury line or something in space, I think. I don't know if they're in space, per se, but, um, and, you know, Matsumoto was warning her that, like, this, this wasn't the AI on the ship, um, like, I, I don't know if a captain, she's, like, a head stewardess or something, like, at some point, she's going to hold the ship hostage, and we're going to be here to prevent it, from, prevent this disaster from happening and whatnot, or like something like that. And like Vivi has this complex thing where she's getting to know this other lady, this other AI who who's similar to her, and you know she's like confused. She's like, I don't understand. This this person doesn't have like bad motivations. She seems to love her clientele and whatnot. So it's 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 on that arc. Like I haven't really continued where it last off off, but. Yeah, it seems like they're gonna. It seems like they're tackling all these different cases around the city and like around their yeah and around their circumstances and in, in which uh, Vivi has to intervene on like these high stakes missions ranging from like yeah crazy like heist situations and like gunfights and whatnot and ver- to like more diplomatic things like this current situation. But it seems like it's gonna devolve into like some action too. Um, but yeah, it's a lot and like. You know, if this is similar to anything, like, a lot of people are saying, like, this is very similar to Detroit Become Human. If, if not, like, it kind of is, because uh, they're the, the, what, what signifies a, an AI in this, uh, in this, uh, in this series. And again, this is an original series, by the way. Um, it's like this, like, shape insignia on their neck, which is kind of similar to how the AI in Detroit Become Human have it on their forehead, right? It's, I was like, oh, that's a little, that, like, that, like, you know, and I've never played that game, but. I I know too much about that game, unfortunately, as much as I don't want to, <laughs> thanks to like uh-huh. all the controversy around it and the horniness people have for that game. Unfortunately, um, you know some people who do who do some people do love the game, like taking away the good from it over the extreme amount of bad in it. But alas, you know some people have that right too. <laughs> but yeah, it has like a lot of those elements. So again, more, but also more similar to Terminator, like this idea of like some sort of weird robot takeover versus humans and how like one and like how one of how one of these robots are trying to take a, a different turn in terms of preventing it and probably being a bridge to for peace in the future or whatnot um time traveling like right that tiny element time traveling. and again it's not clear how how that how that works here but 
Yeah, it's very interesting so far. It's very, it's a, uh, it's very well produced. Uh, again, like what the studio is doing is, and like they're putting a lot of work into what is an original series. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just kind of yeah. If, if you're like a th- like thrillers, you know, action thrill- thrillers, and like again, some of the stuff I mentioned and reference, like I, I think this is something one would like. But again, it can go anywhere. It can go all over the place. But otherwise, it just feels like a very straightforward like. Yeah, again, Terminator. Like we have this, we have this premise of like, okay, this robot is now trying to um, trying to prevent a potential like apocalyptic future. Um, and again, what makes her special is that um, she's probably like one of the longest uh, used AIs in this world. Like again, she has like a lot of specialties. Like she knows how to do combat for some reason or whatever. So she's kind of there. And I, I think like Matsumoto again, the AI who's visiting her from the future to warn her and like guiding her on all these missions. Uh, has said something about like her purpose is very special in the future because she's like one of the last few that they decide to preserve and i, I and i think something to an extent like she was one of the uh i guess uh few few robots that did not turn or something or like like that but yeah it's it's it's, it's a lot it's a lot there's a lot going on but it's yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty high stakes action series if one one wants to look into it and yeah the music is great because again it does have elements of the fact that she is like an idol character she's like a musician so um the music's really good and i think i, th- I think does a good job of like being juxtaposed with like a lot of more action actiony scenes and sequences well barring attack on titan i have enjoyed pretty much everything wit studio has done i mean they did magus bride obviously they did uh the great pretender was yeah. pretty good recently uh vinland yeah, yeah. saga stuff like that so yeah. I might check it out. I think they're pretty good at series composition stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Um, you talking about the soundtrack reminded me of uh, <laughs> something we can talk about, you and I. Uh, 86, the drone anime. <laughs> um, musically. Yeah, also has a great Yeah, because it's really uh, Hiroyuki Sawano. It's, um, what's his name? Yeah. Um, yeah. Sawano. Uh, Hiroyuki Sawano. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I I knew the second the violin started in the song, <laughs> yep, the um, I was like, well, this is how I know. And then the Kill a Kill <laughs> singer came in, and I was like, yep, there you go. Um, there you go. <laughs> very good. But uh, yeah, that show is uh, interesting, but uh, you wrote here that you're worried. I'm worried as well, because they seem to be taking an angle with this of uh, focusing on uh, racism, specifically, I think, the idea of conscription uh, t- towards... Yeah. Uh, structured racism in uh right. a society uh could go pretty bad i think could it go could. pretty bad <laughs> uh, already the uh her big speech about racism already was kind of hmm. uh because she goes yeah so yeah you can explain so it so for anyone want. who doesn't know so this is based off an of, uh, ongoing light novel this thing i think already is confirmed to have two a, a two core oh really apparently. okay yeah i think so well i guess they have sawano so <laughs> i know that's sawano pancreas yeah but anyway um yeah so what we have here is like this one empire that um we, we have like a war some sort of civil war going on between these two like countries these two nations this one empire is explicitly, they, they make it clear that everyone, like, looks very, hom- like, homogenous, like, you know, pale-skinned, um, well, not pale, like, light-skinned, you know, I feel like, we, you know, pale usually is used in, like, a negative sense, but, you know, they're light-skinned, um, they're all silver-haired, so it's very analogous to, like, an Aryan trope, you know, like, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, and they make that very clear. 
Um, but we don't really see things of like, well, not not up front, but we don't really see things of like, okay, there, there's like supremacist rhetoric explicitly, but it's it's there like in subtext. Um, when we see a glimpse of like one of the cities, like there's a whole like newsreel where to show like, oh yeah, we're you know we're at war, but we don't have any casualties whatsoever on our side. You know, like there's clearly like some sort of weird propaganda stuff going on on their side. Um, when we see a glimpse of the other side, we see what apparently clearly is like some sort of you know a construction camp with a, like a bunch of other people who like are clearly like not in like a, who who clearly don't live in some sort of like like rich city when we see any parts of their city and their side like it's in ruins like it's not at least as far as i went to it's clear that okay yeah they clearly are a little more impoverished than what this other empire is and then they have more like design diversity so that that's kind of what the distinction they are making is but it's not it's not that great either i'll go into that after but essentially the our our main perspective so far is on this one girl from that homogenous republic um where she like works in the military to some extent uh she's kind of like a dispatcher or some sort of she likes works in a command center i guess and she's like you know and then like just one day she just she just feels sad she like <laughs> like one day she just decides to feel sad and guilty it's like oh my gosh these are people dying in the war i don't know like it just there's uh, no uh, well there's kind she's of only she's only been at it for a week or something like oh, okay. that that, yeah, that, that was the thing right. they, they they framed it very strange because basically it starts in media res almost um right and they the way they talk about her she's like oh yeah your dad was in like they it made it sound like she was doing this for a while like she's very prodigal or something yeah so she's um, like she's like an up-and-coming whatever military person got promoted very early and stuff like that and then um yeah basically she got assigned by the dude to be the handler or whatever but it it's very deceptive because it starts in media res or whatever like i said like it starts like she's just going into work and she's pissed off or whatever about people not saying like no one died or whatever and stuff like that or insulting them um and then it does the flashback to her starting her job like after that which is very strange to me um but yeah i i feel like this was when i initially heard the conceit when we were reading the seasonal list and i was like oh you know like uh some politics like you know we're gonna reveal like the the war is run by people i think it's an interesting take to go well like she can go ahead and reveal that the war that isn't being won by their own drones or whatever it's being won by people and no one cares because of institutionalized racism basically <laughs> um yeah. i think that's an interesting angle to go for but again yeah. historically speaking i think especially in anime yeah. racism allegories have never been good um I ha- yeah, can you, like whole, can you even so think of one? Like she, oh god, I can't. Not explicit. Like, <laughs> I Code Gaze also tried to do it and like they didn't do it. <laughs> tried, <laughs> they tried. <laughs> they tried. Yeah, I remember this, and that was like I, I actually imme- that immediately went to my mind too when I was watching this. I was like Code Gaze for some reason. <laughs> I, it does have the the vibes to an extent. I can get you. But yeah, she yeah basically she at some point is like this is wrong, you know, she, and then yeah the whole thing where she has like this this. She tr- she thinks she did a good job. She she tr- she has a speech over like, actually, you know, like we, there are real people dying in the war, and then we we should feel bad for like the people we're fighting. Like, we should be, you know, we should put an end to this. Like that makes this makes, and no one's fucking listening to her, and everyone's like shutting her off. You know, like being like, oh, she's silly, whatever. Um, and yeah, I, I guess my issue is that so far we were very, um, and this could change at any time. 
but this, you know, at least the way this is beginning, we're very situated in her perspective. Like weirdly, you know, as someone has said it else, I think more, more frankly, a little, a little more cynically, like we're we're in the perspective of what's technically the side of the oppressors. Yeah, um, and that to me is a little weird. So we're gonna have, you know, she's like, is she? They're kind of placating her as like the savior trip. Like, oh, yeah. she's not one of the races, you know. She's actually, you know, and and that to me is, I don't know, like where we're going to take it with us. And I, fair, you know, fair, but like, so far we've seen very little of the other side, right? But again, it just started, and it's going to be a long series apparently. So who knows? But but another another criticism of the series I've also seen from a different perspective is that. <laughs> It's like they're going, they're going, oh yeah, okay, they're, they're, they're pretty, they're being pretty explicit about this. Like, this is very clear that this is like a war between one, one republic who thinks they're like superior over another. And like, there's kind of clear racist overtones. But then like, the depiction of like, the other side isn't necessarily, they're not really going far enough. I think that was the criticism in, sen- in a sense of like, how the anime designs are in which this you know a lot of anime often still falls into this trap where they don't really show <laughs> when they show racial diversity <laughs> it's not really like great it's like a different hair uh, color. and when they do it's yeah. it's <laughs> yeah it's like everyone so it's, so it's like okay we have like this weird aryan analogy with this one country but then the other country kind of doesn't look that much different we, everyone has a different hair color yeah but then they don't. I don't know. Like I don't. Know, I don't know what they're trying to go here. So it's it's a little weird. Because, like because so far, it's kind of yeah. I don't know. It's it, there's like there's there's they're doing so much with like a, a really heavy topic. But then there are areas where they're not doing enough. Or also, I'm concerned as to what they're going to do with it. Right. It's it's a little. I'm a little torn by it right now. Um, if they do it well, they can they can do it well. But then I don't know at this point. It's still a little early, probably. Yeah, we're still early. And like if you said it's too core, then there's a lot of time for them to do something. I don't. But again, I'm not optimistic given this history. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, um. I guess I wouldn't say not really speaking of that sort of thing, but uh, you were you were mentioning you liked it because it was not this earlier, John. Uh, what yes. Do you think? Odd Taxi, you're enjoying this, yeah? Enjoying yeah, this? I Good. am very into Odd Taxi. Um, they uh, they made a cool show about animal people hanging out and talking. Um, but for real, uh, it, it's it's a very smart, very chill show. It's mostly just about a walrus man who drives a taxi and interacts with people who ride in his taxi but you know it's also just about like him and his relationships with other people around the city and um you know it's a it's a very it's it's a very interesting show because it is also uh like a crime mystery sort of deal where there's a girl that's missing and he might have some sort of involvement with it like he might be like holding her up in his house because she ran away um, and there's just, like, there's a lot of layers to it, uh, there's been three episodes so far, and pretty much all of them have had, like, really, like, great dialogue, um, like, that's, that's the, the, the highlight of the show, I would say, is just, like, how the characters talk, it's all very realistic, but, but it's realistic in a sort of, like, 
a play sense like it definitely reminded me of like how plays were written like when i did um theater in high school it definitely reminded me a lot of uh like how that was structured but not in a bad way at all it was just very um you know very very much uh like these characters are their personalities um they they have like specific things that they uh that they are that they aren't and they are pretty much constantly highlighting that. Um, so very archetypical, I would say, but not in a bad way at all. Um, I would recommend it to pretty much anybody. Um, super good music, too, especially the opening. Like, the opening is fantastic. I would say, even if you don't end up watching it, just look up the theme song on Spotify or something. It's just called Odd Taxi. Um, stellar. I would say Stellar. Uh, maybe, I mean, you know, Zombieland Saga is great, but if I was going to say, like, of the things that I have checked out this season that is, like, brand new, I would say Odd Taxi is definitely it. My favorite. I mean, that that is my favorite. Cool. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just glad that, again, the, like I said with my transition, just that it's not... Every time people draw animals that are like racism, I'm like, oh my god! It doesn't have anything to do with racism. It is. Yep. Good. Yeah, it is just like a mystery thing. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I good, good and normal. Because like you know, even B stars, like that's even you know something. Yeah, there's an allegory. I'm sick of allegories with this stuff. Sometimes, yeah, you know, like it, <laughs> just yeah, just give me funny talking animals. Yeah. Why can't? Why, why do they need to be a stand-in room? Yeah, there's none of that, you know. I mean, there's... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any, like, outright, like, like carnivore like animals. walruses be doing this, or something like... Right, like, what, like, like jokes about, like, them recognizing their, their species of oh, is fine. But no. Like, when it's a whole, like, oh, well... There's none of like, that. Like, outright... Discriminatory things over, like, oh yeah, we can't, you know, like again, the whole thing about Zootopia, like, oh, predators and like, no, you know, like not that. Yeah, they're like if if you swapped out the if you swapped out these characters for humans, it would be the exact same thing. It is a pure style Good. choice, and that I respect a lot more than just oh man, we got to talk about because you know if if you are making you know th- there's there's that the argument that I absolutely ag- agree with where. If you point out that, you know, if you're like, oh, you know, the prey and the predators and the predators are the ones that are getting, you know, like pinned for all the crimes or whatever. It's like if you're trying to say that the that the characters that are like legitimately hardwired to do violence like that is a that is an argument that racists use to, you know, come down on like people of color all the time. Like specifically, there's like you know all the all the ties to uh, all how people talked about black people back in the day. You know, there's all the super predator shit. So that's not a good allegory. That's just using the language that was used. Um, so it's it's good. I would say it's very good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm mm-hmm. glad to hear it. Uh, you know what else is good? Which one? Surprised by this one, actually. The slime slides of life. I oh it yeah, was suck. No, I I heard uh, that was really good, and I, I saw some it's screenshots. Very good. I saw some it's screenshots. Very good. 
I saw some screenshots and it's adorable too. The art, the art oh, style yeah. the is the art cute. better, I would argue, than the original uh-huh. series. Um, yeah. No, it's it's great. They basically cut out all of the like, you know, politics to an extent. All of the um, the uh, the fighting. Well, they, they they have some like joke fight scenes and stuff like mm-hmm. that, obviously. But it's just like, it's just hey, did you want to see like the good the best parts of slime, which are Rimuru just hanging out and talking to people or whatever and doing like little bits and like you know making a field like growing crops stuff like Mm -hmm. that like this it's great it's really good i was very happy that it turned out to be good because i was enjoying slime season two as i Mm -hmm. said uh when i was watching it however there's this you know tonal inconsistency at times and there's some parts where it's just like man i don't care about this part i just want to go back to like this thing or this thing um but no, this is just straight up good. Like uh, the first thing I noticed and commented on is the uh, Shion, uh, her uh, the the purple oni lady with the giant boobs whose boob size changes everywhere she goes. Consistent size in this anime, <laughs> and it looks normal. Contained. Like you can tell that she has, <laughs> you know, her big boobs or whatever. But it looks like how a real person with big boobs would have big boobs. Like she's just like. Like her to- her top is still unbuttoned, but it's just like not it's not even like horny, you know. That's what I mean. Like it's not even like wiggling mm. or anything. It's just nice to see. Um, they're going in on characters who don't really do anything, which I really like. Like like they'll be like you know it's a slice of life show, so there's portions for each character or whatever. Um, they they're like going in on the oni which I really like because the Oni kind of don't do anything. If you remember from that first season, like they're just sort of around and they like do fights and that's it. Um, so in this one, it's just like, like the, uh, the red hair one and the pink hair one, uh, like their brother and sister or whatever. Right. And they're actually just showing them like hanging out and stuff like that. And her like throwing things at him when he's like, Oh, I love swords. I'm going to polish my sword all day. And she's like, I hate this. I hate this so much. Mm hmm. Uh, and it's just like fun dynamics they're adding on to this stuff the old guy the old guy i love because they gave him a beard and mustache in this art style the <laughs> old uh cool samurai guy and he's just like growing bonsai trees and like cutting down scarecrows and stuff and they made the ninja guy like a dweeb like it's great there's a lot of characterization that just uh wasn't uh present in season would you two, say season one would you say it's worth watching if you uh, only watched the first season? Yeah. Oh, it, it's it's it, nothing in season two is in this one because this was supposed to happen after the first season. Okay. Um, but then they moved it around because of COVID stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. No, th- there's nothing in this, which I'm almost disappointed on because like I, I doubt you're ever going to watch season two probably right. Probably John? not. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of season two's first core or whatever, they bring back the dragon mm-hmm. from the first episode again and i was like oh well he would have been a fun character to have around for this but i think it's still fine without him right uh because they got like everyone like everyone's like coming in doing stuff um sure it's just fun it's again again the art style is the big standout to me um millen's wearing clothes in all of the shots that she wow and she's wearing like sundresses and stuff like that um she did get clothes in the real show which was nice Mm -hmm. um but that was like battle armor. This is just like she's wearing real human beings. She's just chilling. Like she's a normal person. She's just chilling. Doesn't have her ass out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, actually, also, uh, 
I can talk about this one real quick because neither of you have watched it, so I don't want to go into it with spoilers or anything, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Irama is back, and Irama is all good vibes she is still. Back. Uh, completely just. That's great. You know, the conflicts happen, but there's no stress to them. Like, you're, just, you're like, yeah, he's going to figure it out. Clara's in peak form. Az is in peak form. His grandpa's in peak form. Oh, peak form. The, everyone is just on it. Um, the girl who has a crush on him and Amory is going insane still uh, for both of them. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's following, like, pretty much... Uh, it's I don't think it's following immediately after the cliffhanger ending of last time. Okay. Um, but yeah, it it's leading up way. to it. Um, they introduce a new character, who is pretty good character. Um, yeah, it's 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 great. I'm just happy to have Irma back. Um, mm-hmm. Don't know how I feel about the opening because um, it's in a similar <gasps> style. Good. The first opening is amazing to me, right? I love it. Yeah. It's so fucking yeah, good. It um, is. But uh, this one maybe a little too hectic. It's trying mm. to go for the same it thing. Doesn't hit as well. Yeah, it's doing. They're trying. They're trying to capitalize on the, the energy of the. They're trying to do it again, yeah, but I don't same. think it's the same. Yeah. Not at all. Um, can't have it all. <laughs> no, but, the, but yeah, they're, they're not everything can be perfect. Exactly, you're you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, and he, <laughs> it was too good to be true. You really needed one flaw, though. Exactly, we needed great. one flaw because it was too good. <laughs> it really is, though. It's so good. Uh, I think, um, yeah, it was just like right back to it. That was really funny. Like I think, like half the episode, Omri just spends in uh, staring at the poster of Idol Irama with the other Idol girl or whatever when. Mm-hmm. He was dressed up as an idol, and she's just staring at this fucking poster like, why is it him? Why is he dressed like an idol? What's going on? Why doesn't anyone say it? tell me anything? This is so fucked up. <laughs> and she just looks like she's dying. And I thought that was good. Um, but yeah, that, look forward to that, is what I'll say. Look forward to that, because it's the same, same good. Same good. Um... LV. Yes. So this is disappointing because I, I did want to watch it because I liked the aesthetics of it. But uh, you said Jurin started off interesting and then uh, it said that revenge is never the answer or whatever, blah, 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 something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it looks interesting. I think it was it still looked inter- interesting when I um, decided, oh my gosh, I, I, don't, I don't like where this is going. I'm going to drop it before I get upset and, uh-huh. <laughs> and then I will be stuck with it if I stick with it a few more episodes um yeah um it takes place during this is a so the full title is during the princess of snow and blood and I thought like, is this related to lady snowblood which is a film yeah <laughs> which is if you know that, yeah, and they're about like, the no, same thing right I think no, no they're, they're not, not. Yeah, I don't okay. think they are I, I will if they do at any point, maybe. I, I will, but the only similarity is that you got this lady who kills people, so... I will say, I also watched the first episode of this, so, uh, yeah, I, I can yeah. I can chat a little bit about this. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So I, I ended up watching three ep- the first three episodes. And yeah, this is an original concept, I think. Um, it takes place during the Meiji era, which is, you know, the height of, you know, Japan's westernization. And you know when the you know American military presence yes. was was around, and um, basically this is like focusing on this like secret organization who um, they seem to be an extension of the government in some way. They're like a secret like branch to it, and you know they, again it's like involved in conspiracy and whatnot. And there seems to be some sort of like 
supernatural stuff going on too. Um, and this, uh, this, 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 but then the, you know, all this other like organization that's dissented, uh, you know, like uh, separate from it, just working against the, this thing. Um, they seem to want to overthrow the government. Um, and they're like basically like this unit of assassins, essentially. Again, like doing what like all these different situations involving like supernatural things, and perhaps like a you know like a whole like this whole like kind of complex web of different relationships that I'm not a little clear on yet still. But I may never know because again, I don't think I want to watch the rest of this. Um, again, dealing with the government, there's like a lot of political intrigue going on that at this point I'm not a little. It's a little confusing, but it's clear that like they exist to deal with. Some, you know, some, again, some political interworkings that also seem tied to, like, supernatural things that, you know, people are not aware of. It's like, it's like, oh, you know, all hush-hush. Um, really, what gets me about this, the, the, my problem is there's, like, it was the interpersonal drama. I don't, I came out of it not liking any of these characters. I thought they were all deeply unlikable. Uh, I don't like any of them, not even the main character. So here's my problem. The main character, so she, so this organization, this is like assassinate, like, you know, assassination organization. They like found her as a kid because her parents were killed. I don't know if I, I again, a little not clear to me, but maybe her parents work for the government or whatnot, but like she, she like basically, she, yeah, they were basically all like executed. You know, I, th I think they all died in the fire, you know, and, like, there was nothing left. And, you know, she's, like, upset and, like, horrified and traumatized. And then one day this guy who seems to be running their whole cohort, he founds her. You know, he found her. And, like, you know, he's, he ties her in the whole, ties her in into the whole thing. Is like, you know, you, you want revenge, right? Like, like, he basically was, like, you know, you gotta let the anger fester in you. He, like, gave her that whole spiel. And then now she's here today as an adult working with that guy, like, in the, in the group of other people killing people and it all ties back to her wanting to get revenge over what happened to her family um and then one of the people who works for her is like this one lady she's horny all the time she is just absolutely horny all the time she's every shot she's in she just had sex with someone that is that is my impression of her, or she's about to have sex with someone and that's not a bad thing but that literally is just her shtick it mm -hmm. seems i'm like okay all right i guess this is her day and basically she yeah she she, her whole thing is, like, you know, sleeping with people to get information, and then, you know, like, if she has to, she kills him, but also, there are other times where she just seems to want to do it because, you know, why not? I, I get that. I, I totally understand that. Um, she hates this other woman. She hates this this main character. Like, everyone seems to hate this main character for some reason. Like, they have, like, a huge tension with her in this organization, despite the fact she works with them, and their big issue with her is that, like, oh, she has too much empathy. Like, she hesitates on killing people. She hesitates on doing the work because she's still think thinking with her emotions as opposed to like doing her job even though the fact that she's been good and, like if not doing better than like her cohorts and then there's another person who um and then there's like another person in the group who's a little like even a, who is a little more colder in um that personality but yeah everyone around her is cold and like the whole, the whole issue with the main character is that she's her emotions sometimes get in the way of things then they reveal like in the second episode so she's been raising this child she's been raising this young girl and this is what killed me. This is like, oh my gosh, I know where exactly where this is going. And I put like a bunch of pieces in my head together. Of, like, like I can, I can imagine what the ending of this thing will be. Um, she's been raised. She's been raising this girl. Um, I think the girl to an extent is aware of what she does, if not probably entirely. Again, it's a little unclear. 
And that's one of the things tying her down. She's like, oh, I'm raising this child. You know, it's not her daughter. It's not actually her daughter. It's like a found girl Mm -hmm. um, who was orphaned. And, you know, she's always like, you know, she has to go back home, whatnot, and take care of her. But, you know, she has to do all this stuff. Like, she has to deal with all these dirty politics and has to kill, like, people and some of these supernatural beings. They reveal, like, in the second episode, or maybe this is, like, bait. Maybe this is, like, a misleading like plot device but they outright say and reveal the main character killed this girl's family like <laughs> like and that was raising her but then like but then like the the little girl too is like also pressured at some point when she gets older she has made a vow to kill this woman so they're <laughs> so they're, they're pulling this whole like weird cycle of revenge thing where um yeah, the main character is doing all this stuff because she wants revenge for her family who was killed. But then she ended up killing this little girl's family. And then now the little girl, like, one day is hoping to kill the main character. Uh, <laughs> and I, it was, I, was, I was baffled. I was like, oh, okay, this is where I, I see. Uh, this is where this is going to go, mm-hmm. huh? Um, and yeah, like an episode like, and again, I don't know if that like maybe we're being misled as a as a viewer. Maybe that's actually not what's happening here. But it seemed to be explicitly the case. I I don't know. Again, there's a lot a lot to the series that they like a lot of exposition in the series was a little confusing again because it was very much tied into like a lot of political intrigue in which they are talking about these characters we don't really know, um, and they're fictional characters too. They're not referring to any actual historical names. I think. But they keep, like, alluding to these things over, like, okay, this person had a relationship with this other person. Oh, we need to kill this person. You know, they're not really doing a good job explaining that because it seems so enwrapped in the interpersonal drama with the main character and, like, how she's working with the rest of, like, these assassins and whatnot. But, yeah, I just I just didn't – I don't know. I just – I came out of it with not really a good impression of it because it's, it's, one, a little confusing still at this point. I'm not sure what the main goal is. Like, there's been a lot of, like, scenes where they're just talking. There's not really much going on. I don't really know what's the deal with the supernatural stuff going on. Like, at the end of episode three, they finally showed, like, a monster that seems like, you know, it'll get very unnatural monster. Um, and then the main character, clearly, too, has, like, some sort of weird power in her that's not really explained, where um, she basically goes sicko mode. And, <laughs> and then, you know, and that's when she starts killing things or whatnot. But they don't explain that. And then, yeah, full, the, the other point being mainly that I don't like these characters so far, and I don't like their motivations and I think I can predict what's going to happen and based off literally the first three episodes. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it just, it's just like, there's like a lot of concepts going on here, but I'm deeply uninterested in it um, so far. Uh, and so far being that I don't think I'll go back to it, <laughs> but it does. Yeah, it does look good. It like, it like stylistically, it looks interesting, but not interesting enough for me to like wanting to care right about these people. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. I mean, just from watching the first episode, because we we did like a little bit of a sampler um, night in the yeah. in the Discord, um, and folks asked to watch that one. And after that, everyone was just like, "That was nothing. It was nothing. Right. <laughs> there was nothing going on with it at all. It was in one ear and out the other." I have used that phrase a bit tonight, but it is yeah, just. It had a- very unimpressionable first episode too like this is something that's kind of marketed as an action thing and like nothing really happens it's very slow but not in a way that's compelling yeah there there were there were action scenes but 
that is ve- being very generous. It is like her transforming and like doing one attack, and that's it. And they do that like twice. Yeah. And then the rest of it is just yeah. characters talking about nothing interesting whatsoever. It is just... And they're all like... they're All their personalities are terrible. Yeah, it is so <laughs> boring. Like, they're awful. I'm like... Okay, she's working for them. Like, you know, likely if she leaves, they might fucking kill her. Like, I can see that being... But she, but then they're so terrible. They're so terrible to her. Mm-hmm. Like, I... <laughs> I Gosh. They're not like despicable, likable characters. They're just despicable. <laughs> they're just so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Well, that's on the other hand, uh, just to segue quickly, I also watched Mars Red. Oh yes, yes. Um, which is which takes place in the same time period, and it's way better. Even just one episode alone of whatever Juran was trying to do and trying to do, which because it also deals with the supernatural and it also deals with a secret organization. How funny is that? Very coincidental. Um, I don't know if this is based on anything. It might be based on something. Okay, yeah, I think this is based on something. This is not an original story, but. Yeah, it's basically, like, a secret unit tasked with taking on zombies. Mm. I mean, vampires. Whoa, totally different. Vampires. Completely different. And, yeah, it's really cool so far. Um, um, They literally are dressed up like uh, the Black Parade arc of My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I did see Uh, that. The the ending song is very emo. It's it's incredible. No, and it's, like, also... It's also very stylistically interesting. But so far, this is way more compelling than, I think, what Joran was trying to do. Um, and again, again, the first episode's very slow-paced, too. It focuses on one of the characters who is very hardened. He's kind of, like, cold. And he's... But he himself is, has his own inner struggle where he's afraid of killing... Like, you know, like, he's doing one case where, like, he's a, he's he's terrified or, like, he he's hesitant on killing this one vampire who is a very young girl, like, a young teenage girl, and... She seems to be an actress or something too. She seems to be like she seems to have worked for a theater troupe or whatever. But he was very hesitant on like you know you know eliminating her because of that. And like they don't really explicitly say that up front, but there seems to be some sort of that level of like um, the difficult situation of when it comes to doing these things. Or like oh my gosh, yeah, these people used to be people and still are technically, but they're just infected with this sort of situ- thing. But yeah, I only have one. I only watched one episode of that so far, and like that was way more compelling, and interesting, and seems like it has a lot to offer. Um, so I, I would recommend that over Joran if you were if you were disappointed by 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 that by the former. Um, so you might find this interesting. It is based off of a stage reading. Um, whoa, a play. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So yeah. So like a play where a play? like nobody dresses up or anything. They just sit around and talk. Huh. It's just they just yeah they they basically read their script or whatever they play. like a drama CD yeah. but in like a stage basically but they actually perform it but not really yeah but not really <laughs> that's interesting yeah. but it was never developed into a full on they play. made a mo- no nope, they like made a manga I guess like last or to go along with this rather oh okay um, so that, that that's interesting I think that's mm-hmm. really interesting that is really interesting because yeah the first the first episode revolved around like a theater yeah and, like acting okay. I, I'm curious if that's going to be a recurring thing then. Like a weird... So, okay. But yeah, this... Yeah, I, I recommend this. But again, I've always seen one episode, but I was just way more pressed. So yeah. There's just so much stuff that. recently that's really blowing my mind. Like, obviously, I'm going to pull out The Last of Us as the example. But, like, there's a ton of stuff that's just like, did you know revenge is bad? And that people will never be satisfied by revenge? And there's so much to think about. And it just, like... 
it's just like char- these yeah, characters doing these around. like insane things just all the time that just don't make any sense uh just like yeah i guess you're right revenge is bad if you kill like seven people's families for no reason along the way like <laughs> yeah got me there <laughs> like i don't know very strange to me um you know what's a, a good a, another good uh thing these aired the same day actually they funimation released them early for us for some reason uh the same thing as mars mars red i mean uh moriarty's back uh, moriarty's back oh boy i haven't you haven't watched yeah, it yet at all seen, yeah okay no, it's like but they finished an arc already um yeah yeah it's pretty good they introduce irene adler if you know sherlock holmes you know that's a oh okay fun character wow, all right. gonna... um gosh they did so many I'm sorry, I'm going to, like, uh-huh. express something. But they do so many things with that character. Yep. In, in in such ways that are, like, why? You know, I just have, like, so many questions. Like, why did you do that? You could have, like, I, I guess I, was, I always have this expectation. Like, oh, they're going to do something cool with her. And then, then they fucking don't. They do something insane. <laughs> Either, like, fridging her or, like, okay. usually fridging her. Um, and, and sometimes indirectly in a sense of, like, making her, like, a... a a terrible character, which I would still consider fridging uh, <laughs> to an extent. It's killing your interest so, in her. Okay. So I yes. think <laughs> killing her you don't have to worry about that this time. I don't think, um, I'm not going to get ahead of myself or spoil anything. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but let's just say that she is on the right side of things, <laughs> uh, and joins up that squad. Um, okay. That's interesting. As part of her arc. Uh, I'm going to tell you that they introduce a new character as part of this arc as well. James Bond. Holy shit! And they start by saying the name's Bond. James Bond. And it is not James Bond. You'll see. You'll see, LV. You'll see when you watch it what what happens with that. But it is... It's very good. (laughs) It's extremely good. Holy shit. Um... I think it's really interesting because they introduced Mycroft Holmes now, also. Um, yeah. He's the head of yeah. the military and... Right. Or whatever. He He's a high-ranking military official, and they do some interesting stuff with him. Uh, made him a real bastard, which is really good. Um, I, again, I think, like, I was thinking when I was watching this, I think the best Sherlock Holmes media is the one that knows Sherlock Holmes is a fucking clown. And, like is like he thinks he's really smart but like there are plenty of other people who are doing way better than him and i have like you know they haven't made to to them uh you know uh let's say like uh doing the sherlock holmes bit of figuring everything out and doing all this stuff isn't a game like it is to sherlock holmes like they they're they're thinking from a political ideological standpoint stuff like that like they want to figure things out to make things better for other people that's moriarty's whole thing right in the show is he wants to you know make the whole country better um and then sherlock holmes is just like i'm gonna solve a murder (laughs) like it's fun woohoo um yeah, I, I, I'm still really enjoying it. I think, again, they're doing a really good job with characterization still. Again, like I think, like, the one rich person they've killed in this arc was, like, again, you know, he fits the archetype of, like, I'm mean, ah, or whatever, like... <laughs> 
like just yeah, like a villain, a a, a villain, a cartoonish villain s- stereotype. Yeah, like but I think it's a little absurd. subdued with this because they're focusing on other things. Uh, um, yeah, I think like the main cast characterization is very good. Um, I think yeah. the the new opening and endings uh, are showing like uh, Reichenbach Falls, which is the uh, interesting thing to show for Sherlock Holmes stuff. <laughs> so that'll be. I wonder where this season is going. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it again. Still, I just, just I'm very glad that it just cool. keeps going cool. again. Very, very pleased that consistently it it's never pulling the like. But are they really right? Like it's going nope. They're they're right. Yeah, they're right. And even though it's hamfisted at times with some of those guys, I think still think it's a lot more valuable right. than like the, the well. You know, not all rich people are bad. You know, rich people have hearts too and stuff like that or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, the, the, uh, uh, one thing that I thought was very interesting about this arc is it focused more on, um, less on, uh, uh, William, I guess. William's the main one, right? I think. Gosh, I forgot the names. Yeah, the switch. I, yeah, because they, <laughs> they they're all called oh, James God. Moriarty. It sucks. Um, it's all fucked up. But, uh, it's not focusing on the main one it's focusing on like the 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 blood related moriarty or whatever like the the one uh, that they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. that adopted them um it, yeah. it's focusing on him and he's like basically hamming it up pretending to be the lord of crime or whatever now that Moriarty's known as and stuff like <laughs> that and he's like introducing himself to irene adler as like watch me kill that man from up here <laughs> whatever like stuff like that Incredible. like really good stuff and it's great um i really enjoyed it um, another thing where it just says like, uh, you know, maybe revenge is fine. Uh, <laughs> maybe we need more of that. Um, ba, 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 ba. um, also let's see here. Um, shadow's house. Did you talk about this last time? LV? I don't No, we didn't. I guess it wasn't been. out actually now that I realized that. I don't think it was. Um, yeah. This is pretty good. I like this. Uh, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about, what you think of it. I can let you talk for a bit. I just, I, yeah, I like it so far. I'm very curious about, like, what's going on here. You know, like, are they dead? Like, you know, like, I, I do like, I do like it so far. It's very, it's very quaint. It's, it's, there's definitely a spooky, spooky thing going on in, in its underbelly. Yeah. And it's, it's also cute. Yeah. It's also cute in, like, the content. You know, it's like, oh, it's you, cute. It's very pure so far. You know what sort of vibes um, it gives but me? I'm just very curious about its... Pr- yeah. It, it sort of gives me, um... Uh, Princess Principal vibes a little bit. Just with the, like, a tonal shift and how they all look or whatever. Like, how it's, uh... Because it's like, you know, they're all, like, cutesy. And then it's like, is there murder happening? I don't know. <laughs> right. Right, because they're children. They're all, like, young kids. Um, and in the world they're in, it seems very dark and dreadful and very goth. Um, yeah, Victorian. It, it's not clear as to what's going on here and, like, what this weird system is. Um, and, yeah, so the plot is... So this is Shadow's House, and the plot is that... Um, I think it's a manga, right? Yes. It's adapted from manga. And the plot is that, like, we have, like, these quote-unquote dolls, they call them. They're basically servants. They're basically maids and butlers that work for these um these uh, you know these kids and they look they look like them they're the whole the whole conceit is that they look like them but then they're kind of but then the people they're working for are like all these suit people 
they're just silhouettes. Yeah, they're just. But shadows. they're also literally suit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they shoot shadows. suit they're out shadows. everywhere and stuff like that. They yeah. literally shoot. They shoot suit out and dust when they're like sick or like in a bad mood. It's 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 terrifying. But then yeah, these these dolls, these servants, they apparently look like what they're supposed to. Like you know, they're like a mirror of them. But then they're named differently. They're they might be different people, but yeah, it's it's not clear as to what's going on here. Um, the first episode's literally like. Or maybe it was the second. I don't know. It was like, um, you know, one of them was like, "Oh yeah, can you?" Like one, one of them was like asking their doll to ask, "Like, can you, can you eat? I want to see how I look like when I eat." Because they're acknowledging that their doll, like, yeah, the dolls are supposed to be what they look like if they were not shadows. Um, so that's they kind of serve that purpose as in addition to being servants, but giving some sort of weird mirror to them. Um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting, very, very curious as to what's going on here and, like, why things are the way they are. Um, and, yeah, it's something about it is very, very contained in a weird way, because we're not really, we're, we're just, like... It's just this one house. Like, in houses. Not even this it one house. It feels like a doll this house. This one we're room, into a doll also, house. like, for most yeah. of it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm very interested to see as they introduce the other characters they have in the opening and ending and stuff like that. Right, um, like the other kids. Because, like... Yeah. The first, the first episode is very cute. It's like just the two of them or whatever, and she's like warming just up to out. her or whatever and stuff like that, yeah. and like they're starting to understand each other and other stuff. And then like the second episode, they introduce like the other, her older sister or whatever, who's like you know the classical like a mean older sister, rich girl or whatever. It's yeah. like oh, 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 you don't get it. Like you have to be twisted and. But, like, for her, like, her, with her doll, like, her doll is in sync with her, and they have to, like, talk at the same time and make the same facial, or not talk at the same time, but, like, you know, move her lips at the same time and, like, uh-huh. make the same facial expressions. And it also looks like her doll later in a scene is, like, pissed off and, like, ready to kill her or something like that. <laughs> um, which is an interesting thing. I'm just interested to see where this is going. I want to see, like, this world stuff. Because it's very, very good vibes. Because this isn't, like, the Promised Neverland vibes. Which I was fine with. But, we're, like, where it's like, oh, look, it's kids, but it's fucked up, isn't it? Fucked yeah, up. this isn't yeah. like that, I don't think. This is just, like, a slow burn horror and there happen to be some kids involved or whatever. Um, right. Right, I don't see any, like, violence or something no, yeah. really graphic happening. It's more like It's more, like, conceptually, I could see it. I can see the potential explanation of what's going on here being very dark yeah. and exciting, maybe. Like, like, again, I have this weird theory, like, oh, are maybe they're dead this whole time? You know, like, again, like, I, that's what I, I'm looking to like, are they, like, souls? Are they, like, like it's, like, a weird afterlife thing? We, I don't know, but I don't see anything, like, yeah, something graphic or violence violent happening to kids for the sake of you know i don't think there's yeah. gonna be blood yeah like they, they had her scrape her knee in the second episode and they were acting like yeah. that was like gratuitous <laughs> violence like that was brutal <laughs> um yeah because she's clumsy yeah, yeah. she's very clumsy <laughs> she's falling oh, over right everywhere. i don't know how she gets by being like a maid. yeah um i guess she because she could fucking do anything she repaired like a stuffed animal and everything just instantly so she's yeah. a genius um no, but yeah, good good show. Very interesting to see. Very very my type of jam. Um, I uh, banger ending also banger ending. Yes, uh, very. A lot of great. A lot of great theme endings. Songs yeah. this season, even even for even for the shows I did not like as much. Like uh, excellent music across the yeah, board. <laughs> definitely. Um, all right, John, tell me about 
Super Cub. <gasps> Are you motherfuckers ready for a show about a girl who loves her scooter? All right. Isn't that Eurocamp? Yeah. It's that, but with zero camping. What? So where is no she going? To school and the store sometimes. <laughs> what? <laughs> she uses yes. to commute. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, it is about an extremely lonely girl. I don't even think they, she has a name. <laughs> she has no name. Oh, you're right. I don't what? think they have a name term. They have not. Well, they haven't <laughs> said what her name is in the show yet. Uh, and she doesn't have a family. She just uh, ha- she has a small apartment where she just lives by and herself. A scooter. And well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. She- <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> she lives by herself in a, like a little apartment, and she bikes to school every day. But then all of a sudden, she's just like, "Well, I guess I want to get a scooter." So she goes to like a scooter store. And the guy there, like, hooks her up with his old-ass Super Cub, which, for those of you who don't know, it is a specific type of Honda scooter. Um, and, uh, I mean, this show is just like, hey, Honda scooters. It is, like, being probably bankrolled by Honda. Um, probably, yeah. They might be one of the yeah. sponsors on the little thing they mm-hmm. cut out <laughs> for your yeah, scooters. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> It's she gets the scooter and she learns to ride it and she learns about how to, you know, wear your helmet and your gloves. And that's the first episode. <laughs> and then the second episode is she meets another girl who also has a, a, a scooter, a Honda scooter, and they slightly bond over it. And the other girl goes, you know, since you have a super cub, you can go places. And so... Instead of going straight home after school, she goes to the supermarket and buys herself some new toppings for her rice. And that's the se- and that's oh, the second yeah, episode. Yeah, that's the second episode. <laughs> uh, baby steps. Yeah. So I mean, it's cute. You know, it's it's very chill. It's very cute. It's got it, something I I really like about it is its use of color. Like how whenever whenever yeah. she's just like in class or whatever, it's kind of dour. But when she's thinking about her her scooter, or she's riding her scooter, or anything like that, it it it, it becomes more bright and cheery. Um, but also, I do hope that there is something else to it soon because it is just very much this girl likes her scooter. Period. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, fine. that's fine. It's, yeah, it's, there's a lot of shows like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, like like we talk about Eurocamp, how that's just like you know, if if you if you go up to somebody and you just want to pitch it to someone, it's just like yeah, it's about girls camping. But there's a lot to it, you know. There's like a legitimate character interaction. There's character development. There's you know, they 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 have adventures. There's jokes. There's you know, there's layers to that. This show is literally just what if uh, Droopy Dog Gajinka got a got a scooter and she loved it. <laughs> Cause she she's fucking she yeah. she is the most miserable looking anime character I have ever seen. She is she, she's really <laughs> I mean yeah and I guess to, to I mean to to be fair to the series like yeah it's very slow because I think the whole gist is that she yeah she like she's yeah she's a sad person she's, she's dour alone she doesn't really interact with anyone yeah she's like 
a really exaggerated like case of like yeah this character is just fucking alone but it doesn't it doesn't imply she's depressed you know i don't i don't know if i don't think i got that like maybe she but but outright is like she she clearly doesn't have anything like fulfilling going on she's just living her day like very mundanely and the scooter really is changing her life and i i guess it's just yeah being very intentionally slow because it's it's, it's we're following along her own baby steps to possibly maybe have more light and literal color in your life like you yeah know, like the color it's like nice how the color palette like reacts to like you know her mm-hmm. thoughts and what she how she perceives the world. yeah like like in the second episode the scene where <laughs> i know <laughs> it's it's so stupid saying it but the scene where she decides to take a turn at the intersection instead of just going straight because if she goes straight she just goes home but if she takes a turn that's to the supermarket yeah. You know, when she's just sitting there, like, at the stops, at at the red light, it's all gray. But when she takes that second to hit the switch to, like, turn on her blinker, <laughs> it immediately brightens up. Because now she goes to the supermarket. And, got like, the ending of the episode is so funny. Because, like, she goes to the supermarket and she buys a couple of things. And then she, as she's, like, leaving, she, like, glances back and there's, like, another store that she could go to. And then she just, like, smiles to herself and just goes, I'll go there tomorrow. And then just goes home. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like, fucking A, good for you. <laughs> This sounds good. I don't know. Follow today, Seven Eleven tomorrow. Like, like, no, like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's good. But no, I think it makes yeah. It's definitely good. Like, I, I just I want to see them do more stuff. You know. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think they're taking the pacing of like her progress as a person like very literally. Yes. That's what I try to like defend. <laughs> but I agree. Like, if in the pacing of the show, like it, it should, like you know she met one person, so like. Yeah, I'm like maybe next episode she'll finally like socialize more. Maybe like she'll further there'll be a further track with that person she met. Right? Hey, there's three girls in in yeah. the opening, so yeah, you know there's another they, they got, they're gonna bike there's gonna at be some point. That's there's exciting. gonna be a scooter club maybe <laughs> I don't know they're gonna have the super cub club or they're gonna yeah they're good yeah or maybe they don't have a club maybe yeah they just maybe they just together, fucking you know? hang out they just <laughs> they just yeah they just hang out no they hang yeah. out at the supermarket. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey girls anyone here gotta like pick up some scallops or something nah all right i'll just go by myself it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> it whips ass it whips ass she's great because she, because she, they also draw her with like like where where you would normally draw like you know like you know, like a blush, they would have, like, red on their face. Instead, it's all black on there, so that just adds to the, like, dourness of her design. She, she, like, she really is just, like, the most depressed-looking anime character I've ever seen. But then when she's happy, she's still got, like, the, like, like it's, it is so, like, just, like, droopy dog shit. Like, her head, she's still, like, but, like, when she's happy, she's just, like, her little mouth, she's got, like, this little cute little smile. Yeah, she has a very little mouth. She's got this cute little smile. Her mouth is so small. It's so cute. She's just driving around on her super cub. She's so happy about it. Like, it's so good. She literally just she literally just has a dash for her mouth. It's so good. <laughs> but the, the, the best part, though, is that it is all, absolutely also one of those anime that is, like, extremely, um, like, 
quote unquote respectful of the source um because and we know that because uh in chit chat we also watched it for the um for the sampler um one of the folks in chit chat uh morat uh also like i i don't think they they drove a super cub specifically but they they drove a a, a scooter uh, a, a motorbike similar to that um and they were just like they completely fell in love with the show, like immediately, because they're just like, this is how it is. This is how it is to fall in love with a scooter. Like it's so good. Like, uh, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so that's good. No, yeah. That's good. I'm glad you have that right now. Yeah, it's I hope, cu- it's I hope cute. more happens, I guess. But I, I kind of like that. That I kind of like it's that degree of nothing happening instead of the type of thing like a. Let's say the fishing show did that I stopped watching, mm-hmm. uh, Breakwater, where they just Aww. fill in the spaces with like character bits that are kind of like, eh, we didn't need that, I don't think. I don't know if we needed that. Yeah, like the, the teacher, teacher that's what I was thinking of. Terrible. Yeah, when I was saying this, it's very funny. We yeah. don't need the drunk teacher. It's, it's being yeah, a freak a or whatever. And like, thankfully, they didn't revisit it. Yeah. But yeah she, to begin with, they didn't need that. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, it. it re- I get, can I talk about the mug I was about show? to ask you, like, yes, because about. they occupy the same space in my mind when we were reading they the They occupy yeah. the same space. So I actually I actually kind of don't have strong feelings about the mug show compared to Super Cub, you know, in, t- in terms of, like, talking about, here's a show about, if we're going to talk, you know, like, in terms of, like, the roster so far of show with a very specific niche hobby and, and, a, and a, a girl just... In, indulging in it in a very normal way and it's not enough you know and it's just a downturn realistic thing i don't like the mug show that much and you know what i like the live action bits in the mug <laughs> show more than the anime that is my main problem with the so mug is it like show. the tourism so, stuff is that what it is, is the, yeah. yeah yeah so so the so the, so how this series is formatted is that half of the episode is the anime portion and half of the rest of the episode is the voice actresses the seiyu hanging out and going to the town um this the series is based on it takes place in just hanging out and like oh yeah here's the here's the house that is based off of here's the house that we referenced to design the main character's house like here's the little here's like a cafe here and like they're just showing other small businesses around the town and that's like cool and they're so into yeah, it I, the anime, i remember though, I remember I watching that for uh, Kyoso Giga, and that was really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah that was cool. That was cool. Um, but 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 both of those parts were were good in Kyoso Giga, totally. and like it was a separate thing. They didn't dedicate like half an episode to that, and I think that that does a lot of disservice to, you know, you know, the Mug Show, um, where. Because of that, because of how short, I don't know, and I don't want to blame it on the one, because there are, like, other things in that short format where you can do a lot within 15 minutes, but I don't really feel attached to the characters. Like, they all feel like they're just doing bits, you know, all the time. I don't feel, um, like, yeah, the main character, she, you know, again, she's like, yeah, I, you know, she, she is, she's a main character. That's all I can say. I don't really know what to, um, I think her dynamic with her father is interesting. Like, you know, again, like she had, she, her mom passed away a while ago and her father's like, like a, a cook, etc. And he's like a single dad and like, he's normal. Like, I, I think a lot of single dads in anime are just insane and unhinged that, you know, if we, if we, if we can instantly think of one, 
they're all they're probably unhinged. He's like just normal, um, and he's like a good dad, and you know he's just like he's just like looking out for his kid, and uh, like he's very supportive. Like, oh yeah, you know, go, her going to this hobby of ceramics because their town, the town they're in, is known for that, and that's that's literally a real town in Japan where they're known for their ceramics, and that's their big tourist point. Um, then she hang, yeah, and then she starts hanging, you know, and then she gets into ceramics, and then she meets uh, like other girls at the, the school in this club and one of them's very unhinged she's just kind of goofy all the time they had a weird thing where in, in the second episode where her goof she, her goofiness pisses off one of the other girls and they have this weird dramatic thing where like oh she you know we're childhood friends i don't know they had a, like a weird they forced they forced this weird drama on that part that didn't make sense because i was not really attached to these characters to begin with but yeah like to the point yeah like again like I'm not really attached to the anime characters at all because I don't, <laughs> I, I I don't know they they feel like they're just doing bits all the time and I I don't I'm not really attached to their personalities um, and neither that they're fo- you know and and like neither that their focus their focus on the ceramics part feels that substantial to me uh, it doesn't really stick compared to the live action bits where it's just the voice again the voice actresses doing the same thing they're doing and visiting the places and hanging out. I'm attached to them, and they're real people. <laughs> I'm a, uh-huh. The best part of this anime is not the anime part of the series, for me at least. And, like, the, literally, these women are, like, talking about themselves, and, like, I clearly, it's st- that's stuck with me. Their personalities have stuck with me. They're talking about, like, oh, yeah, this, you know, like, one of them talks about how they cook, and actually, what is it? Yeah, yeah, like, in the portion, they actually showed them, like, trying to make pottery trying to make mugs like that was a really fun part and they like they like invested their whole time on just like spending that whole segment on that like in the mug show they don't they barely spend any time actually doing the ceramics it's just the characters doing bits um and then meanwhile like in the live action segments they're actually showing the women doing these things thoroughly and taking their time with it like they're going to the cafe and then they're eating they're showing how good the food looks and they're talking about it they're talking about themselves like it's doing everything the anime should be but meanwhile, the anime is doing technically what I would expect a live-action PR segment of the voice actors would be in like an utter show. It's like completely opposite and at odds with each other. I don't like the bug show. That's what I'm saying. So how <laughs> I like long the are those segments? The bug show. How long huh? are the live-action segments? They're 15 minutes. Okay, so it's half the show. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I'm saying like they're, they're ha- half the half the episodes are formatted where the first half is the anime, okay. the latter half is the voice actresses doing their thing and hanging out. Yeah, in the town. that's so weird. Uh, yeah, I just don't feel like they're investing a lot in the characters or, yeah. like, making me want to care about them. They're cowards. Uh, they they were like, no, there's no way that we could make a whole show about about mugs, but then Super Cub's out here like, fuck you, half an hour show. <laughs> just this girl... <laughs> About riding a scooter. She fucking loves the scooter. Who cares? By herself. Yeah. All by herself. Just did a supermarket. That's it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still going to commit to it, but, like, I'm not that... I'm, I'm not, like, so strongly fond of it. I'm, like... I'm, like, okay. I mean, like, it's been so far, like, me waiting for the anime segment to end. Uh, and I'm, like, yes! I'm excited for, like, these women hanging out and having a great time together. Yeah. <laughs> and just eating and talking about it. I don't even know these voice actresses that much. I guess I'll now look them up and see if, what other work they have done. <laughs> That's literally what it's getting me into. <laughs> I'm, like, you know, kind of one of those people. It's like a Seiyuu person who's listening to Seiyuu Radio and... <laughs> talking about how Aoyuki loves to kill people on the street or something. Oh shit, yeah. Um 
you know, actually, now that I just said Aoyuki, I, did, I didn't write this down, but I, I've been watching Kamen Rider Ghost, which is a 2015 <laughs> Kamen Rider series. Um, and Aoyuki plays this little, like, one-eyed puppet ghost that is just a puppet on the strings right. that just goes around. Incredible. All this character does is summon a really ugly CGI dragon that the main character rides around on, <laughs> and it's awful. <laughs> Or, more common, she appears and just says, like, what? And then instantly gets shot by the bad guy and dies. <laughs> and I think it's, like, you, half of her time on screen is just Aoyuki screaming that she's dying. And I think that's, like, <laughs> insane to me and really funny. <laughs> so it's just, like, she'll appear, like, like the last time she appeared, she, she was just like, give me the dragon. And she's like, you don't appreciate me enough. And then the main bad guy just, like shot a beam at her and she's just like ah <laughs> just like flew away it was like what the fuck <laughs> um yeah y'all just ghosting is messed up yeah you see it Urson. yeah she's yeah she is fucked up just imagine like it looks really bad in the show which is really good obviously um like it is literally like you can basically see the strings that are lifting her little hands up <laughs> and stuff like that it's <laughs> extremely good um now he's a fucked up individual um but uh yeah in terms of anime anyways anyways um so i watched uh saintus power is mm -hmm. omnipotent um mm -hmm. and uh, i was excited about this one because potions yeah. potions and it did not let down again they're, they're doing mm -hmm. potions they're doing enchantments okay haven't seen yeah. that in a while um <laughs> and uh i'm liking most of it i'm liking that again like it starts out and she's like the isekai hero and she's just like peace i'm out and again she, again nothing nothing really bad was happening to her like she just fucking they teleported her right yeah like again randomly isekai she didn't ask for it it just happened to her and it's like great that can happen to me anytime <laughs> i have to be on my toes <laughs> um but i mean God. now she has magic and all this other stuff yeah um, no, yeah at least and again at least she's yeah yeah, yeah. and I think about her isekai world to be. In. Yeah. Um, so I like that she just pieced out to go become like a potion maker or whatever and stuff like that. Um, I do take umbrage with like something I talked about really liking with when we watched Shiryuki, uh, Snow White with the red hair was mm -hmm. that she did her job, um, and like she was basically just like another girl just doing good on her job and stuff like that and her relationships with people were like gradually built over time and stuff like that and like she would get embarrassed sometimes but it felt more natural and like like more with her gradually realizing her feelings for Zan or whatever and stuff like that um but like in this she's like plushing it everything she's like falling over she's getting embarrassed over like a dude right. like looking at her like it's like which right. like especially yeah. for like a character who's ostensibly supposed to be like a modern person thrown to this medieval era or whatever like that where everything is very chaste you'd think it would be the opposite for her right like that everyone else yeah. would be like put off by her brazenness or whatever <laughs> um which wouldn't be considered brazenness obviously by her stand or whatever stuff like that like but it's it's just that's something that's really bothering me about it. 
they everything else is mostly fine but i just i'm sick of blushy woman i'm sick of it <laughs> i i just think like i think you i i don't know there's something about it to me there's something about it that just portrays like I don't know, like, if this series is going to be about a woman, well, uh, women are embarrassed by everything. They're, they're like, they're ashamed right. and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, like, the characters are... I think it's funny that every time she makes a potion, it's 50% more effective and stupid shit like that. And everyone's <laughs> just like, what the fuck? I like when this, in the most recent episode, this guy is barking orders at her to, like, like he's like, quick make a gem that has magic defense up right now or whatever everybody was it was it was magic defense and physical defense up and she was like i can't do that but i could do physical and magic defense reduced up or something <laughs> like that and it was just like okay do that it was just like this is ridiculous i love that this world has like these situations where they're saying make a gem with fire resistance or whatever for someone to wear um like I, I do like this show i think but yeah that was just the thing that i think put me also the pacing no, is kind of weird uh yeah it is and i also agree with your concern too where like i definitely feel like romance might be a stronger like focus than compared to you know Shirky. yeah um like it definitely seems like uh, as i i think i mentioned in our chat um like it definitely might head a direction where like the reverse harem aspect might potentially actually be a, a, a focused thing yeah. at some point compa com in comparison, especially if like you know her character being blushy all the time. Like it's definitely alluding to the fact that like okay, there's gonna be like a romance thing here, and if she's gonna be that way, which yeah, also agree that it's annoying. She's an adult woman. She's, she's like she's, an she, adult don't, adult don't do woman. <laughs> like she's in her mid twenties, right? Like she's like yeah, she's not like some like like teen like. Who, yeah, who doesn't know how to control her emotions, like, physically. Yeah. Like, if, you, like, if, I, if, I, if I'm, like, oh, someone's hot, I'm, like, not going to be, like, extremely, I'm not gonna be like, like ah, ah, you know, like, and then I trip and embarrass myself. Yeah. Like, oh, no. And, you know, like, like that's not, like, <laughs> no one functions that way. Like, I, th I, th I really no thought the way Shiryuki handled it was just way more realistic, where it's, like, she's getting more embarrassed, like, at more, like, like, when Zan's, like, you know, like, being actively romantic towards her like 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 yeah at pda like doing pda like and stuff a, like that yeah yeah that's like a thing that yeah but this is like that is a dude will be like do you want to go get a sandwich and she'll be like oh my god oh no like it's just like <laughs> what like, so like smitten by it yeah it's just yeah it's ridiculous it's ridiculous sometimes it's just like he just breathes yeah he, can't he, he breathes it. he grabs her hand or whatever like oh come over here and like that's like even an okay time for her to like maybe mildly blush but she's like oh my god like it's just like <laughs> you're you're like 26 lady like i don't <laughs> I, I it's just like it takes me out of it it's it's really the only problem i have with it though I, I like everything else about it i did think there was that weird part where she was like can i get like a foot bath and the guy was like make sure no one sees your feet and i was just oh, like <laughs> uh, you're right okay 
And then they do this weird, like, boot, like, they do, like, the fan service shot on her while she's just having this foot bath, but it's, like, to her normal clothes that aren't even, like, horny, and it was just, like, this weird, like, like, here's her dress, here's her slightly unbuttoned top that you can't even see her (laughs) boobs in, like, it's, like... It's it's the medieval perspective of what is sexy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she's got her ankles out. Her one button is undone, we can't deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, but then like she got embarrassed by it too. Whereas I feel like she shouldn't get embarrassed. She should just be like, "Oh fuck, I wasn't supposed to do that." Because again, like at this point, like she may as well just not be a modern person. Is what I'm at like with the stuff. Like the isekai things feel so tertiary to it. Yeah. Like where it's just like, why isn't this just Shiryuki also or whatever? Right? Like. Right. Like, they could have just said she grew up in an herbalism shack in the woods or something, and that's what makes her better than everyone else at doing all the stuff, and that's why they're... I don't know. It's like, and why she doesn't understand things. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, some issues beside, it's still pretty fun. I'm still mm-hmm. enjoying aspects of it. Um, I just think I want to implore all the writers out there, like, hey, like, I don't know if it's a problem with you guys, the writers, I mean, but, like, you... Don't freak out over like someone looking at someone. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> like I don't, just consider like what would actually make you embarrassed. I guess like a real person in the situation, and not just like have literally everything just set them off in an insane way. Like it's, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Like. I, I think they're like too entrenched in certain tropes. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Very classic days. shoujo. And for stuff. some reason, they feel the need to still put that in in a situation that does not make yeah. sense. it's just like, you know? but it's just like, it's just like yeah. Did, yeah. She freaks out. Like it makes sense for her to like freak out when like I don't know her her the the guy she has a crush on right the the blonde guy yeah. to when he's like I bought you a gift or something like that. It's a right way for her yeah. to be like, oh my yeah. god, he got <laughs> me a gift. But then she's like, like she's like. I don't know, like, a dude will just feel like, good work today, and she'll be like, oh, 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 oh man. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. Talking to me. Just chill out. It's, that's all I ask for that show, is that you can chill out, because I like everything else about it. Just, just chill out. Just chill out. Just take a ch- chill. I don't know. A cold shower, yeah. yeah. It, shower it just feels at odds also sometimes. with just like how brazen she is about a lot of like yeah. like she's confident in her yeah. work. She's confident right. in learning things. She's confident about talking to other people and then they just basically right. drop this entire thing because heterosexuality. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, I do think um a plus to it compared to Shiryuki, um, is that she does have that girlfriend like who mm-hmm. is a girl because that was the one thing with Shiryuki is everyone was a boy that was her friend basically and yeah. like there were women characters but Shiryuki did not talk to them really like yeah the most yeah, she talked was, to was yeah, the island girl um but like she doesn't talk to her boss she doesn't talk to um uh, Zan's little guy girl lady um like much mm-hmm. at all so it's just like yeah having that character there I think is good um but also that episode where she made the ointment for her, uh, for her 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 girl's friend or whatever her girlfriend's friend, uh, mm-hmm. that was so weirdly paced. Do you know what I'm talking about, Alvi? Where it's like, yeah, it just sort of like you think it's over, and then it was just like it just 
It felt like there were problems that were resolved in like another. Yeah, <laughs> it was for so weird. It was like it ended like three. It, times. it felt like yeah, it felt like it ended, and then like they had this extra little bit at the end that though then it ended after that, and it was just like, did they like edit like half of a chapter into here at the end? They were like, well, we could do half of chapter fourteen or whatever in this one. Like it was so weird. 86 literally did a thing where one of the episodes ended with the credits, like, right? And then oh, for and some then there was reason, like it had a cold ending. Five minutes left. And then it was, like, and it was like five minutes. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? No, why, why, was, why were the credits placed there? Then? Yeah. <laughs> they Actually, it did it in every episode. It does that. It, like, it has the credits, and then they have a really long, cold ending. I don't know why it is doing that. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know. It was really weird. Jujutsu Kaisen had a cold open that lasted like 13 minutes so it was at the point where like (laughs) it seemed like oh the show's ending now the episode's ending now oh no that's the opening okay it was just like wait why are they playing the opening for 20 minutes and I just don't play it (laughs) like halfway through the episode yeah it was really weird um yeah I'm just about finished with Jujutsu Kaisen also as an aside uh it ends very strongly it's already very strong I'm on like 22 or whatever out of 24 yeah yeah just amazing that's what a great adaptation that is just I've watched it yeah. twice because I'm watching it with my girlfriend also, oh. and uh, it's very good. It's very, very good. I'm continually impressed by how fast it is as I've tried to watch other shows and yeah. stuff like that. Just nailed that pacing, nailed everything about characterization. Great stuff. Um, but, but, okay, Elvie, how about you? You can finish us off here with uh, some... Uh, sure. Do you want to talk about Tokyo Revengers since you say it's good? want to talk oh, about that? Oh, gosh, Yeah. You know, speaking of another revenge thing that I think actually is doing it, doing the concept well. Um, you know, I know you're talking about how the premise sounds similar to Erased, which we've mm. all seen was an assigned thing. Um, in which, you know, this this you know, this young man um he finds you know, he's he's he kinda has like an unsatisfactory life. He he he's he 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 feels that he's very you know, a pitiable I don't know, he he he's kinda like a like a What's the word? People walk all over him. Yeah, like, he's, he's very apologetic to things he doesn't need to be sorry for. He just feels very pathetic in terms of his personality. And he's not, like, in an ideal situation where he wants to be. And it's not bad. Like, he, he has an apartment and whatnot. He has a job. But, again, he's not in, like, an ideal situation where... Um, I think he didn't finish school, too. Uh, that was another thing. Um, and then one day he hears on the news that... Um, of, a, of a name he hasn't heard in a long time. And it turns out... Um, his girlfriend from all the way from middle school, you know, and like, uh, and that person to him is like very important as it becomes apparent because you know, like she's from all the way from middle school, like you know, why is that an issue? Um, she was killed by like a notorious gang in the area, um, and that just struck a chord with him. He wasn't really sad about it, but like that just kind of brought like back into like his mind over like wow, like middle school. And wow, that actually, you know, it just brought him down like memory lane over like, wow, this, that actually was a person who really cared about me back then. And that fucking sucks. And now she's dead. And now I never get to see her again. And, that, and he goes through like these emotions. And then one day, like he's just going to work or going somewhere and he gets randomly pushed down the train tracks. Um you know, thinking about these things. And, like, one of the last images he sees, like, yeah, that that girl. And he's taken back to his time in middle school, which he realizes, <laughs> and he actually says this, like, that was the moment he peaked <laughs> in middle school. That's... Uh, <laughs> middle <laughs> <exactly>. school? 
<laughs> right. Or junior high, the equivalent. Um, like around junior, like, yeah, that's, it's like junior I high. I would call that the opposite of a peak for me. I would say that's like the <laughs> low point, right? That's the, I know, middle school right? sucks but anyway, for everyone. Thing, oh, for sure. And it really shows that here, um, where he was kind of like hanging out with these not so great guys. I mean, and they were his friends. His friend group was kind of like, his friend group were, were trying so badly to be like delinquents, like be tryhard gangs. And you know, for a while, he's like, oh, wow, this is weird. Uh, you know, he thinks he's like, he thinks he's going through the phase of dying where your life flashes before your eyes. So he doesn't realize yet that, like, no, he actually did time travel um, after getting hit by the train. And, you know, he's like doing things like looking at his phone. And when I was like, whoa, a flip phone. I haven't had that in a while. <laughs> it was doing a lot of that. Um, and yeah, like his friends like are not great people. He's like he hangs out with these delinquents, and they get involved with a real gang actually, and they get beat up. And he realizes, oh my god, uh, yeah, this fucking sucks. <laughs> my middle school years fucking suck. And he he goes through how like he remembers how at that point in his life he ended up dropping out because things got so bad, running into gangs and like all the troublemaking they did, um, and left town and did nothing but part time jobs to get to where he was then in his adult life. Um, and yeah, realizing how shitty the situation was, he, he's, he's like, oh shit, yeah, my girlfriend at that point, the one person who did care about me at the time, he was, you know, he goes, he remembers her address, he goes to her door and knocks, and then, yeah, he was just really happy to see her alive and whatnot, and he realizes, and, and things are kind of setting in, realizing, oh shit, this is all real, I'm, I'm actually not dying, I think I legitimately time-traveled, um, and then, yeah, next day, the next day actually happens. Things get worse. He get, runs into more violence, dealing with gangs and et cetera. And it's like one of the, it was actually the gang too mentioned that probably killed his girlfriend um, back in his original time at some point. Um, and he runs into her brother, her little brother, one day. And he, like, he saves him, like, you know, he saves him from being mugged and being picked on in, like, the park, like, at night. And he starts having this conversation with him, saying, like, you know, I know you don't believe me, but I literally fucking time-traveled, and in the future, you and your older sister are going to die, and I hope to change things by being here now. Um, he just says that, frankly, to this little boy. <laughs> Again, the little brother of, like, his girlfriend. <laughs> and then, randomly, he just, like, wakes up back at present day as an adult, like in the hospital, like, you know, and he's like, what the fuck? How did I live that train attack? And then one of the visitors comes in, um, and it's this older guy and it's, it's the little brother now grown up saying, you have saved my life all these years ago. And I want to work with you to prevent and figure out what happened with my sister who he, you know, he, he tells him, my friend, you definitely changed events by telling me all that. Um, like his, like he became a detective or something, or he works in the police department. And like, you know, and, and but he tells him like, oh, unfortunately, we, I could not save my sister. Um, so now they're like kind of working together to, you know, taking advantage of the main character's ability to apparently time travel to finally change things or to investigate what fully happened, either prevent, you know, preventing his sister's death and figuring out like why was she killed, etc. So yeah, it's, it's like very interesting so far. The second episode just goes... That was actually all the first episode. I know I went a little long with that. But like the second episode just goes further into how bad like um, his middle school years were. Because yeah, he just unfortunately got intertwined with like street gangs, etc. And like all the power dynamics with that. With, you know, and it's very obvious like how this girl probably died. Because, you know, 
just unfortunately by that virtue, that's what people like that do. Like they hold people you like, uh, you love close to you, like hostage, just to threaten you and to like wave their power over you. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting so far. It, again, like conceptually, it's very similar to race, but like ultimately, what it's doing in execution is very different. Um, it seems to be a case of like, and I can kind of see where it's going. He's working with basically the police, essentially in present day. But then his friends back in his past are in gangs. Like, I can see definitely an interesting, like, dynamic there that will be conflicting, like, over the fact that, you know, for certain, like, his friends might be, like, criminalized at some point, even though, like, yeah, they're, like, so far we're seeing a side of them that they're good and they're not, like, responsible for ultimately what ends up happening. But, um, yeah, like, I don't know, it's, it's very interesting so far. It's, it's, it's very promising. I think it does a good job, too, of showing a main character who's weak, but not in such a way that's so exaggerated where, like, oh, gosh, you know, it's, like, you know, you know, qu- you know arguably qu- cringy. I think it's very believable over, like, what <laughs> what, what all the crazy shit this main character is due to. Like, I, I felt like, you know, looking back on, like, you know, if we're going to talk about a race, the main character, he was very, and I don't know, he was, he was kind of unrealistic in the sense of how very, how very hardened he was to everything happening around him. I don't know, like, conception, like, you know, like, the idea was like, oh, oh, gosh, I time-traveled back to, like, a horrible time in my life, plus I have to deal with all these, like, decisions now I have to make where I have this power, where I can possibly change a lot of things. I don't know, and, like, he's very, the character, the main character in Tokyo Revengers is very shaken up by it, but the, I don't know, because, again, we had kind of have this, like, pre-established history with the main character in a race where he's been used to his powers, and he knows what's going to happen. So, I don't know, maybe that's the key difference here versus... The main character in uh, Tokyo Revengers is just not being familiar with what's going on here. And, like, this is the first time he has to deal with mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's very interesting so far. Um, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm, like, curious as to where it will go. Um, again, another amazing opening song. It's a banger. Um, yeah, and I, I do like it so far. I do like it so far. All right. Cool. I might check it out. Uh you know, you saying that had a good opening reminded me. Not gonna talk. Very good. Not opening. gonna talk about this show, okay? Just to finish off, I just want <gasps> you to know out there, there's this show this season, full dive RPG or whatever, uh, about the realism game. I don't think it's a very good anime. Oh wait, that thing. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a pretty bad anime. Just want to say that <laughs> right away. Yeah, it sounds bad. Um, however, what's worse? It has the worst ending I think I've ever seen. Um. That's insane. It is on. I, I, it is on the level that, of Rental Girlfriend. Oh, <gasps> almost exactly the same. I want to say that. Okay. Oh no. So, it's. I think it's worse because you know Rental Girlfriend was the mom the cheerleading. They were they were cheering him, yeah, jerking he's, off or he's, whatever. She's jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was pretty bad. This yeah. is literally just them zooming in. On every girl who's in the series, ass, and it's just shaking yeah. back and forth. <laughs> uh, Is there no animation? Is it just the? That's the only part that's animated. Um, <gasps> just their ass going back and forth, and then it uh-huh. shows a still frame of their their whole body, and then it just goes to their ass, next girl's ass. <laughs> oh no! Uh, over and over again, and it is. I am like in awe. Uh, especially because the subject matter of the series again has been basically just that the guy is like no one likes him and they all think he sucks but then they're all like doing harem stuff in the ending and i'm just like okay uh i think that uh it is the worst ending i've ever seen if you can look it up 
Uh, just letting you know, it like I, I am telling you, one of the worst endings I've ever seen. I think it <laughs> might. I can't tell if it's worse than the rental girlfriend because with the rental girlfriend one, you kind of know, right? You kind of get the series vibe. You kind of get the like. It is him. Yeah, but he this is one, a sicko. This one with Jimmy sounds. This one with Jimmy sounds like from a production standpoint, they did not care. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. This sounds like a very lazy ending. It looks really bad, also. Like again, just the ass is. It's you'll see, you'll see if you if you look it up, you'll see. I don't know. Um, I wish we could go back to the times where I'm like, hey, do you want to see something insane? Here's Super Senko time. Because um, that those were the days. <laughs> let me tell you. No, we we have. Uh, we need to go back. We have unfortunately. Straight <laughs> we have strayed from Senko's light. Yeah, we. <laughs> there hasn't been a Super Senko time for quite some time now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, it's been off-peak uh, Super Senko time hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that'll do it. I think that that's a good... Do- but that's insane. Like, I was saying off, like, uh, across... I was saying across the board, all the all these OP... And uh, yeah, this one's just, really bad. This one... This is... Oh, gosh. Wow. Okay. I'm telling you, like, look it up after that's the insane. show. It's, like... It, it's grim. It's grim. That's what I would say. It is grim. Um, but yeah, uh... Anyway, sorry to end on that note, actually, but, uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it. Um, I don't think we have any mail-in, right, this time? Nope. All right, cool. That means I can just do the little bit at the end. Uh, all right, so we're watching Aria next month, this Mm -hmm. next week, two weeks, two weeks from now, the first season of Aria. Uh, we'll be talking about the first season of Aria. Where can you find that again? Is it on uh, Crunchyroll? On Crunchyroll? That's what I thought. Okay, I know it's on Crunchyroll. High Dive too, other I think, because it is an old series yeah. at this point. Yeah. it is in standard definition, so Good adjust your eyeballs. Uh, at least you can access <laughs> it you... still, because most things that are standard definition don't exist unless they're like Naruto. Yes, and I believe some things are leaving Crunchyroll too. Yeah, Trixie was I, posting yeah. that the other day. Very, very, mm-hmm. very heartbreaking. Uh, they all know they can get away with it now. Like, I know Sony just walked back their thing, but ah. it feels like they're just getting a bolt. Like, oh, yeah, we can save $5 by getting rid of this. Ah. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, you know, you can recommend an anime that we watch. Uh, next time, we're going to pick one from the voting list mm-hmm. that people write into the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash VGCC. $3, you know, gets you in there. One week early podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, we're again, again, putting out the message like, hey, you want us to watch something? Let us know because we're working our way through the list still. Um, yeah. And we're always welcome to, to get more. Um, and yeah, if you want to send in any opinions or anything, but new season, anything, anything, honestly, uh, just go to videogameteacher.tumblr.com slash ask. Um, or Twitter, whatever that works too. We can do Twitter as well. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you both for joining me. I guess that's everything. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you next time on another episode of Unlimited Railworks. I remembered that's what it's called yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Have a good night, everyone.